This podcast is rated off for realness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. This is a wrestling podcast about wrestling and sometimes other things. But don't worry about that. It's me, Basement Jer, with your boy, Rich Riz, together, Basement Bookers Podcast. Take the time to acknowledge the tribal chief, the head of the table, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Now that that is out of the way, welcome, everyone, one and all, to the Basement Bookers Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen and take the time out of your day to welcome us into your ears, wherever they happen to be at the moment. You could talk too. Oh, nice. <laughs> I could talk. Cool. 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 Uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for giving us a listen. Thanks for all the followers on social media. Check us out all over the world. I see you all. Thank you. Good stuff. Tell your friends. Uh, but we are going to jump into Big headline this week, of course, as we all know. Uh, there were a series of press releases, big talk about Vince McMahon coming back to the company. Uh, I believe the words hostile takeover were sort of thrown around. Essentially, Vince McMahon is leveraging his controlling stock to reposition himself as the, quote, executive chairman of the board of directors to Quote, capitalize on a unique opportunity to maximize long-term value for all WWE shareholders, according to the press release that Vince issued. The recent changes made include the returns of Michelle Wilson and George Barrios to the board, as well as the, quote, requisite removal from the board of three directors, and two additional members have since resigned. Uh, A key quote from Vince's press release is, quote, WWE is entering a critical juncture in its history with the upcoming media rights negotiations coinciding with increased industry-wide demand for quality content and live events and with more companies seeking to own the intellectual property on their platforms. It continues, the only way for WWE to truly to fully capitalize on this opportunity is for me to return as executive chairman and support the management team in negotiations for our media rights and to combine that with a review of strategic alternatives. My return will allow WWE, as well as any transaction counterparties, to engage in these processes knowing they will have the support of the controlling stakeholder. To me, in particular, that last part sounds basically like you're going to do it this way. Otherwise, as controlling stakeholder, I'm going to make it very difficult for you. What do you think? Uh, look, I think this is a power move. I think, uh, Vince was waiting for this. He mm. knew this was coming. Obviously mm-hmm. he, he, he's probably known this forever. Uh, mm-hmm. and nothing with Vince McMahon, unless his sexual harassment is cal- is not calculated. Mm-hmm. Um, allegedly. Uh, so what I, I, I want to say is, I don't know what's going on. I'm not in the room, but I think it's safe to say that conspiracy theorists around the world that look like me and happen to sound like me, it might just be me. Stephanie, you will not get away with what you've done. The chicken has come home to roost. The, the, the bricks are getting thrown in the glass house. You will be exposed for what you've allegedly done and probably haven't done because I'm not sane. But all I'm saying is here, the chairman is back. Right now they're saying that Triple H is still in charge of creative. Mm -hmm. They also said that Vince wasn't coming back. Mm. Okay. 
and I saw earlier uh, browsing the interwebs. I guess it wasn't here, but that allegedly J the J P Morgan Chase is facilitating the sale. Yeah, there is there today. is more to to the notes I have. I just I broke it in half basically. All right, never mind. So you can go through that, and also, who knows? And I'm gonna tell you who's not gonna purchase it, and hopefully this doesn't age poorly. Not Tony Khan. It's never going to him. It's not. Everybody keeps memeing Monday Night Troll and what he's not Vince McMahon, and Vince McMahon is not Ted Turner. He's not Eric Bischoff. Okay. I'm hoping this all ages well because I'm, I'll feel pretty foolish uh, otherwise. I don't know. I think you... to 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 comment on your statement there. Well, well, first of all, regarding the Many statements. The, yeah, regarding the chicken coming home to roost, the big cock certainly has come home to roost indeed. Uh, regarding this man being, not being Tony Khan and vice versa, I don't think it would be a good idea for Tony Khan to even suggest that he might be buying WWE. I think it's, first of all, like it might actually exhaust his resources. I know it seems like his resources are infinite with, you know, AEW and Ring of Honor, but maybe try to run the one and a quarter wrestling companies you have and not get not literally buy your competitor, which WWE did. I I legitimately think that Vince McMahon is the only person able to buy a competitor on this scale successfully a lot of people say that you know storyline wise it was a big flop and after he did so after eliminating the competition the product kind of went downhill for a number of years but i think vince mcmahon did it better than anyone else could have I'd argue that Tony Khan, uh, you know, it's like uh, eating a big meal. Like Vince is Vince was Pac-Man. And at the mm -hmm. time of the acquisition, WCW wasn't like a big thing to eat. Right. If that makes any sense. It's like mm -hmm. a small meal, a fraction of what it was. You didn't have the Hogan's and outsiders of the world, you mm -hmm. know, the Goldbergs and that stuff. So yeah, because, because they weren't part of the deal. Mm -hmm. It would be like uh, if, you know, Impact like bought WWE, right? It would be, it would be it like, would be all right, like, I guess we're WWE now and Impact could just be something else. It would be like Mr. Pibb buying Coca-Cola. Yeah, that makes more sense. Essentially. Um, I don't so, know what Mr. Pibb is. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, you got me on that one. There we go. Okay, so to continue, at an all-hands-on-deck employee conference call regarding the changes, uh, the call, by the way, was led by Vince McMahon and Tony Khan. Uh, it was stated that there wouldn't the be other any Khan. changes. Yeah. Not, uh, sorry, Nick Khan. You're right. I sh <laughs> I, you know, I really should have put Nick in here, but I said, oh, I'll just put Khan, and I'll know who it is, but I guess My not. Well, you could have had some uh, breaking news there and right? uh, really shut me down there, but that wasn't to be. Much yeah. like SummerSlam of last year. All righty. Anyway, moving on. Uh, when so I beat was, you. I know. Okay. I know that you know that because it's in my notes. You told me that when we were playing Fortnite yesterday. I'm still the champion, though. You are. I know. 
All right, I don't want to interrupt this. This is very important. I just didn't stop. <laughs> okay, it was stated uh, by Vince McMahon and Nick Khan that there wouldn't be any changes to the management structure or responsibilities, so Stephanie and Nick Khan would remain as co-CEOs with Triple H still in charge of talent and creative. It should be noted, Vince McMahon last night uh, for SmackDown was not at SmackDown. He was not at the arena nor was he at WWE headquarters. So, oh, yeah. right. So, so far, the statement of Vince McMahon not coming back to affect creative or talent seems to be true so far. No booties have been touched uh, as of this writing. Yeah. That's, it let's, is impossible. Let's hope he learned his lesson. All right. Um, it was also emphasized that Vince's return is, quote, to secure the best future rights revenue TV deals for Raw and SmackDown. Way to snub NXT there, by the way. They do have a TV deal, I'm just saying. While also leveraging WWE for a potential sale to an outside venture. Though it was also noted that a sale ultimately might not happen. Though either way, as majority shareholder, it's entirely Vince's decision. The option to return to the company, to option to return the company to private status is also on the table. Today, CNBC reported that WWE hired J.P. Morgan to, quote, advise on a potential sale and added that if a sale were to happen, it would ha- it would be within the next three to six months, right before the Raw and SmackDown TV deals are set to start negotiations. The report also noted that Vince would have the right to include a clause in the sale that the sale could only happen if he could remain involved in the company. So for everyone that's been wondering... What does majority shareholdership get you? That. While it might, it might not be official control, it's unofficial control with the option to get official control. And to say, you can't do this without my say-so. What if Vince, what if Vince buys it and he goes private? They could go private today if they wanted. If I'm Vince just saying, wanted. like... Mm-hmm. Because it made me think about Twitter because mm-hmm. it was a publicly traded company and that Elon Musk made it private. He bought it out. Mm-hmm. And it's totally different now. Can you imagine how great it would be for me, selfishly, for them to no longer be a publicly traded company, for you to finally shut your mouth about it being a publicly <laughs> traded company when I have crazy ideas? Mm. This is enormous for me <laughs> and other people, I mean, that really agree. Uh, it's time to change, okay? It's time to get – it's time to get raw and real is what I'm saying. Is it? Let's now? go. Let's go. You got Scarlet dip-slipping all day. Let's get this started. Let's party down. Let's bring the Attitude Era back. Let's rebuild the pyramids. You want an OnlyFans? You can have it, goddammit, as long as we get a cut. Yeah, well, I don't, uh, you know, silly being silly, I really do want it, but I don't know. I think it's just going to be business as usual. Like, he really wants this, and I think, it. hey, if he makes it private, and that leads to whatever, I mean, what could happen? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's all up in the air. I just don't think a sale to someone who's not, like, worthy of it will happen, probably. This could just be a power move. He can't. This is his life's blood. Mm-hmm. If you think like if this dude, all he did was work, 
24-7 when he's not lifting weights or allegedly harassing people. This is what he's doing. So to think he could just step away after 100 years, hmm. you're crazy. This was inevitable. Imagine being pushed out of the company that you brought from, I don't want to say nothingness, but from relative nothingness, right? You know, from being just another territory to taking over all the territories, taking all the talent from all the territories, going global, starting a network, right? That NBC Universal and Fox are trying to get in and buy to being pushed out of your own company. Like, to, if you, from what you were doing, literally the only thing you had done for 40 years, 40 plus years, he understandably, he had no idea what to do with himself once he was ousted, right? I haven't reached 40 plus years yet of life. So, no, I right. can't. Right. <laughs> so, I you got to uh, imagine, yeah. you got to imagine, obviously, some of that time was spent talking to business lawyers. Probably that McDevitt guy that we keep hearing about. Probably. He's a real shark, that guy. I bet you he has shark eyes. You know, there's just think no feeling. You think he's Shark Boy's dad? No, I'm trying to talk about his menacing. Stop trying to oh, be okay. silly. All right? Okay. This is serious. <laughs> it all is right? serious. So seriously speaking, Vince McMahon. Okay, mm -hmm. let, let's, 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 like, we all know how much of a genius and whatever. And this wouldn't be what it is without him. But devil's advocate, okay? Mm -hmm. The foundation was built by his father. Yeah. Okay? And then Vince went around to other people's houses and started stealing their bricks mm -hmm. right off the house to mm -hmm. build his house. After and essentially saying, nah, I won't do that. They, right. There was there's stories of wanting to kill this man. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you know, wrestling back in the day was gangster. Mm -hmm. You know, some carny stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, people shank you. Yep. You know, they rust up the switchblade or whatever Biden does. And then, mm -hmm. you know, they'll come and get you. They'll get you with a shank. That's mm -hmm. what they did back in the day. But now... It's all different, and he's like the last. He's like the last G. Mm -hmm. He's like the last one from that era. All of his other enemies are dead. Yep, allegedly, you mm. know, or at least their you know careers are. Sure, but I mean, you know, like the owners and stuff that the mm -hmm. territories that he took bricks from, the houses yep. fell on them. Yeah, like like the ones that he eventually became like buddy buddy with or whatever. He gave jobs. Jack Tunney was a Canadian promoter. That he took over. Yeah, and he was the 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 uh, president. Yeah, well, for a while, it was, was figurehead. Yeah, he was he, the boss. Yeah, he was the boss for a long time. It was like, mm -hmm. hey, Jack Tunney said, and like, okay, where's Jack Tunney? This guy, Jack Tunney, he knows what he's talking about. This this announcer guy, Vince McMahon, he's kind of a nerd. What yeah. a nerd! Boy, what a maneuver! What a nerd! Mm-hmm. Like, who is this guy? Where'd he come from? I don't know, but he's got great suits. So, I don't know. There's a lot a lot of speculation going around regarding... Well, we don't have enough deal. information. We don't. Maybe it's, the Saudis will buy it. They got the yeah, money. That's a possibility. That's on the table. 
Um, yeah, they got their Dis- money Disney, and everything. Disney's really the biggest name that was mentioned. No, don't do it, Vince. Don't, don't, do not. This is to anyone. Okay. Learn from Star Wars. Learn from Marvel. Do not sell to Disney. Do not sell to Disney. To quote Vince McMahon's statement, his goal is to maximize long-term value for all WWE shareholders. That That's not going to maximize long-term nothing... value. That's not going to maximize long-term value because the quality will suffer. Trust and believe me when I say that. Trust me. If you are paying attention at all to how Disney stocks have been doing lately, not great. Okay? And it's not going to get any better unless they get their heads out their butts. Mm. Just letting you know. You don't pay attention to these things. They ruin Marvel. They ruined Star Wars. Dude, Star Wars used to be everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be very popular IP. And now it's just crap. Yeah. Yep. So I hear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on from Vince, let's take a quick trip to the boo-boo room. Get well, get well soon. We want you to get well. Starring Vince McMahon. Not quite. Oh, yes. He's in but, the uh, thing. Yeah, he is you in the thing. You don't even watch your own He's thing. in the thing. I was looking at the thing, but he's not in the boo-boo room this week. Of course he's not. In our, he's in our he's clip. The, he is the CEO of the boo-boo room. Yeah, listeners, if you check us out on YouTube, you'll see what we're talking about here. Anyway, uh, in the boo-boo room this week, Bianca Belair posted on Twitter that she needed three stitches to close a cut on her chin following the first stair spot on Raw. It was a savage assault, Rich DeRiz, and we'll talk about later on the podcast. Very mm-hmm. vicious, very Alexa Blissey. You know, she doesn't care. She's just doing what she wants. She is. All righty. John Laurinaitis, speaking of Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis. Had his first post-WWE booking canceled by the promoter after they, quote, received only negative feedback following its announcement. Whoopsie. That's called caving to the mob? Mm. Just do the thing. Just do the thing. It's not like they're not going to go because he's there. Now, the same people that were going to show up were going to show up, and they're just going to boo him mercilessly. Now... Mercilessly. Mercilessly. Mercilessly, yes. Or unmercifully. That's the one I was looking for. It was Yeah, unmercifully is... It's like, why have unmerciful when you have merciless? Sure. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Now, back back to what you were saying. Now, if it were Vince, people would go. Regardless of, you know, people saying negative things, saying, oh, you know, all these allegations... The allegations against Vince were worse. There were more allegations against Vince. Vince was alleged to have passed a secretary off, not in secretarial duties, allegedly, from himself to John Laurinaitis. But how do you confirm that? Listen, that is not our responsibility. Our responsibility here is to just repeatedly use the word allegedly because we know we weren't there. Okay. Yeah. That's that's all. Now, if it were Vince, you're not canceling Vince because of negative press or negative fan reaction. Well, yeah, because that's the lowest he could sink it. It's at the, it's at his expense, and you get to reap the benefits. Right. You think about it. Right. Johnny Ace, who 
you know, was kind of just tied to it. He There were allegations against him, too, but they weren't as bad as those against Vince, and there weren't as many against him as, as against Vince. And people get get all up in arms, and you, and you cancel. Come on down to Jabron Professional Wrestling, where we have the former CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, down at the Cope Punk Armory. Tickets start at $20. Be there. Yeah. I think it was like a meet and greet or like a, one of those con uh, conventions. Well, I like meet and con. greet. Am I right? Hey, Ayo, greet the on. meets. Put your deodorant on, guys. Bathe. Greet. Wash your hair. Come on, guys. William Regal started his new role in WWE earlier this week per Jeff Whalen, who... It's a new year, baby. Know, that's right. New year, same Jeff Whalen, night sliding sources. He was given a vice presidential role with a focus on coaching. Vice presidential? Mm-hmm. Hopefully he's useful than an actual vice president. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yep. And closing out the news and rumors this week, uh, Dominic announced uh, his engagement to his girlfriend of over 11 years on Instagram this week. Shut the hell up. Nobody cares about your personal life. Keep the illusion. Why do you do this? Nobody cares. Here's no the one, thing. Literally nobody cares. So, I so hope that's... Rhea Ripley puts that chick's head up her own bum. That's part of my point. This is not exactly a Lana Rusev situation, right? People aren't as invested in the Dominic Rhea Ripley storyline as they were the Lana. As ridiculous as the Lana they, Lashley oh. thing was, or was oh no, it was Lana and. Um, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, but dude, first. how can they? Their social media, they have their significant others all over it. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows about Rhea Ripley and Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. You know, which is weird because Buddy Murphy was dating Rey Mysterio's sister. I mean, yeah. Dominic Mysterio's sister. Yeah. This is madness. I'm waiting to find out that Damian Priest is diddling Dom's mom. This is crazy. This is insane. It's almost as if they should have two separate profiles, the kayfabe and the personal. And the personal should only be for people they actually personally know. Yeah, if you want me to separate the two, help me. Yeah, because don't put treat don't, them in social media as two things, especially for nerds that follow it all the stuff. It's like, come on, man, you're spoiling it. Yeah, Dominic Gutierrez should not add people like Dave Meltzer. Look, I know for instance, that the actors playing and Game of Thrones are not actually boning each other. I know that. I'm just saying what? there's a big difference. This is a higher form. Well, actually, at one point, the lady that plays the queen was boning this other character. And, like, they didn't bone in the show, but they broke up. I don't know if it was, like, it's like while the show was still going on. And then after that, they could not be in the same room together. Like, it did not go well. You see so that's... it's like you shouldn't poop where you eat, you know? Yeah, but then, you know, the, the, you add the word professionalism to the conversation, and it's like, well, you make it happen because this is the script. You ha- you both have to be there. Sure. But, yeah, they never really did anything together after that. So. Hell, Matt, Matt Hardy and Edge worked together. Yeah, that was weird. I wonder if it there's a tough. triple threat matches we don't know about. Anyway, what's next? <laughs> well, that was it. All right, uh, I just I just want to say we mentioned last week that that we are going to have the bookies this week. We will. It will be a separate recording. Okay, there will be a the bookies too big of a show. 
this Vince McMahon news too big of news to, to coincide. We will have a separate show. It is dropping tomorrow. We're uh, trying here to uh, streamline the show. Uh, sometimes mm. it's a little bulky. Uh, it's time to lose a little weight. So yep. speaking of losing weight, we're going to go on to the uh, highlights as chosen by Rich Drez and sometimes myself when I think of a thing. There you go. Um, you can thank him later at Rich Drez on Twitter. Um, so uh, we started Monday Night Raw was, you know, we had a match. Uh, Alexa Bliss, her title match against, this is a title match, right? Because she earned it in the uh, beating of people in the gauntlet or whatever. Who cares? Yes. So this is where things started south. So we got this guy uh, over here. If you're listening, uh, Alexa has Bianca's hands. She's about to do something to her. Uh, there's a producer chick. She's like, what is that? That is scary. Nobody told me. <laughs> and uh a gentleman wearing a boy howdy, boy howdy mask. And a security um, guard that doesn't know that is part of the show. Apparently. Yeah, he just doesn't know. Because they don't take the time to tell these people because then it's like it feels more organic. But luckily, this old guy could have easily been taken out by yeah. uh, whatever that NXT plant was. Mm -hmm. So then it keep, it goes on and Alexis sees it. She's like, this is really creeping me out or whatever. She goes in, you know, eventually gets Bianca Belair back in. She's about to go to the top rope, which I don't know what she's doing. Like, if you notice, Bianca Belair is way too far for her to do her thing that mm -hmm. Alexa does off the top. Maybe she do like a elbow drop or some nonsense. I don't know. But uh, boy, howdy, mask guys, just looking. Um, oh, howdy, however you want to refer to him. Mm -hmm. And then uh, next, this bit happens. Uh, the uh, the weird moth comes on the screen. And Alexa sent into Crazy Town, and she's—it's like she's got like uh, brain waves going into her, or whatever. She's really spazzing out over here. Mm -hmm. Um, and and then again, this guy—I think I put the same thing again. So, uh, you know, Alexis, she's lost it. The ref can get these hands. Mm -hmm. uh, Belair can definitely get these hands. Uh, still giving the hands. She's got on her hair. She's just pounding her as. You know, fakely as possible. Um, you know I how I feel about a punches. Else with that. Um, just creaming her right in the face, left and right. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, takes Bianca Belair, sending her into Stair Town, and she's got. She actually it was Post Town. I apologize. That's a post posting. Mm -hmm. You know, she looks a little dazed. Uh, check it out on the YouTube. It'll be up. And then, uh, yeah, just throws her into the barricade. She almost got her face into that young lady's bosom. Uh, he uh, narrowly avoided the the uh, flotations devices. Dead into the apron. This is a savage beating onto the stairs, and uh, she just plants uh, Bianca right on the steps. That's the spot where the injury happens. Mm -hmm. Even though actually the first one looked worse in a wow that was fake kind of way than the second one did. Yeah, the first one was the one that did the damage. Sometimes it's it works out the way. Mm -hmm. Or it doesn't. And then you have uh, Alexa marveling at what she's done. She's like, look at this. This is this is great. But uh, you know what? I think I'm done here. I'm just going to go. And the savages at ringside continually chanting one more time, one more time. What is the matter with you? Maybe I would have <laughs> done the same thing. So um, she leaves. Bianca Belair's got the blood, which I thought was fake. But apparently... 
I don't know anything because it was kind of bright, but you know, it's fresh. You know, it's fresh to death. Um, yeah, the, the face bleeds most quickly because the blood vessels are closest to the surface. And that is your biology lesson. Uh, from Rich the Riz, who's a nerd. And then Alexa's back. She comes back. He's like, I'm not finished with you. She's channeling her. That what sucked. We got to do another one. We got to go for this again. And then, boom, pat out. And then uh, they, they told me one more time. So I did one more time, Alexa saying, as she looks down upon the beaten visage of Bianca Belair. This is very serious. Uh, Alexa's leaving. Um, I don't have it in here, but there is a video floating around that apparently Alexa and Bianca watched Scary Movie together. Hmm. And they did a fight from Scary Movie, basically. Uh, um, right, 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 yeah. Since Rich DeRiz has the memory of a goldfish, it's on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. I since, saw it. Uh, okay, good. So... If you haven't seen it, Facebook Booker's Facebook page, it's a top to bottom. It's a comparison. People were giving her crap over it. I don't care. You don't know. Like, was it their idea that they go, hey, why don't we do this? All right, so what? It's like, what's your problem here? She hmm. even, like, locked her social media for a little bit. And to my thing with that is, why do that? Why do you care what a basement booker thinks? Okay? It's they're, they're, words and Grow a pair. Um, yeah. They would be real jerks. And uh, it gets real here uh, because Montez Ford comes out. You know, he has to get his boo and get her to the back. It's like, you're going to be all right, girl. Montez is here to protect he's you. Like, he's like, I got you. God is good. Listen, I love Montez Ford because of that. Because he mm -hmm. says every day that God is good. This man mm -hmm. is blessed. And I love Montez Ford. Mm -hmm. Um. All right, so the next segment, uh, Bailey here. She's looking like, uh, you know, your 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 school's hot aunt that shows up at PTA, and you're like, but has the granny aunt? glasses. I love. The... Looks old. I don't know. What's I love granny here. glasses. Yeah, I don't. Not here. Um. So, hold on. Uh, she she talks a bit here, so I'm gonna let this run a little bit. Uh, just bear in mind that Bailey already talks fast. At 200% doesn't help. Mm -hmm. So you can always half speed it if you're listening. It also works on YouTube. So let's try to make this as transformative as possible. Because you know what? Mainly SmackDown really chaps my balls pretty much. All right. So here we go. Yeah, because of uh, strikes and stuff. So mm. here we go. 2023, then right beside my heroes, my best friends, the women's tag team champions, Eosai and Dakota Kai. Wow! But before we get to the celebration, you know, I think that we all need to address the Irish elephant in the room. Uh, I've never seen an Irish elephant before. I don't think they have them in Ireland. I think they're all from Africa mainly. Probably. Uh, or India. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did beat Becky Lynch. And, and I'm not saying that it was easy because she's one of the best in the whole world, but uh, it sure as hell is fun. <laughs> and the best part is that I did it all by myself. I mean, come on, guys. This is getting unfair. I'm so damn good. I beat everyone. Hmm. Yeah, the best thing to do is when somebody helps you, just say you did it all by yourself. Remember mm -hmm. that. Cheap I just want to – sorry, get, no, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. That's Cheap Heat 101. Go ahead. Yeah. I just wanted to point out that as I, as I was preparing for the Bookie Awards, uh, Bailey won Heel Turn of the Year in 2019, a year that Io Shirai and Dakota Kai were also both nominated. 
So that all former is... nominees in the singles mm-hmm. department. Yep. So that was an interesting little tidbit there with the around the formation of damage control. So you're saying you're responsible. Also, we maybe because I mean it is the bookie awards, not the Riz awards. Yeah, the Riz Awards comes. Uh, it's like uh, the Razzies for bad movies. Riz Awards, he's gonna t- all, all the bad things in wrestling. He's gonna let you know about it. That's made up. I made it up. All right, no, no promises. Right. Becky comes out. She's a house of fire. Wow! And she comes out, and she she's like, "What? You believe what this tart is saying?" Hmm. And then she's gonna respond. Hopefully, I, I was smart enough to get. Uh, at. She ca- she called her a dope. Oh, yeah, the usual backlash. Not us. We're we're a real unit, Becky Lynch, you jerk. Uh, Becky's got like a great pacing mechanism that she uses. I don't know if you notice it. It's the no, no, no thing. It's to keep herself on track. Hmm. I think a lot of people need that because sometimes they their promo just is doesn't work good, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. As I try to critique people speaking, I can't talk good. All right, so <laughs> I thought she would say I get Beckier. Hmm. To which I would ask, I would ask, what does that mean? But you, you did bring up a good point. But this all started back in SummerSlam in Nashville. So how about you and me? She's doing the chicken. She looks like she's gonna do the chicken strut. We ended hmm. right here in Nashville tonight. But she's taking her jacket off. And she's gonna <laughs> like, let's go now. All right. First of all, I love you, Becky, but you don't have to call anybody. You're live on television. Mm-hmm. You could put it out right now. You could just say if anybody back there thinks they're tough enough to team up with a man. Like, I get you trying to be funny and silly, but, you know, th- 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 where are you going to put a phone in that thing? And it's not in your jacket. That doesn't have pockets. It's all dead. And, you know, you, know you professionals don't go on live TV with their phone. No, they just unless don't. they're Austin Theory. You better oh, be careful. Yeah. You put you put uh, Seth Rollins on a shelf. You could be next. Or Grayson Waller. Yeah, he's a dumbass. He's gonna get it. He's gonna get this spear probably. All right. So uh, yeah. So the match goes as well as you think it's about to go. What would mm-hmm. it be two on one? However, much like in many things in wrestling, it doesn't stay that way for long because you get some help from my chin uh, or me chin. Or Mia Yim, or whatever you want to call her. She's there to help. She looks very scary in the image that I took. It's not my fault. I'm not good with stills. But she looks like she could be the third partner in the uh, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, 
uh, trio's team of dark eyes. Their mm. weird raccoon makeup thing. So, you know, eventually they lose, I think, uh, because they're yeah. the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. So that should happen anyway. And uh, look, BM, sorry. You know, it didn't work out too good. All right. So now we're going to talk about Dominic Mysterio. All right. Let's set the stage. Uh, audio listener. You might not get this as much as a video listener, but there are references here. Deep cuts, deep basement bookers cuts, conversations that have come up. I have here unedited footage from the Dominic Mysterio promo about how jail changes you. Um, This is not for the faint of heart. So, uh, tiger warning or trigger warning. Uh, for what you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. Sadness. It's not a bad thing to feel. But it's that cold absence of feeling. That's what prison is like. I like booty. It's kind of a game. <laughs> you think this is a game to me? I served hard time. And I survived. Prison changes a man. As I'm telling you what. Uh, so uh, this I is the like booty you. warrior. And uh, uh, we can do it the easy way out of the hallway. So, so we were able to get him out of the room before he got to Dom. And mm-hmm. then we finished the rest of the interview here. Um, so, yeah, it's not a joke, guys. You don't want to go to prison. Uh, when Dom comes back, we don't know what we're going to see when he comes back. Um, dude thinks he's the love child of Eddie Guerrero and Razor Ramon. It's really weird. And everyone, working. anyone but his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know. I still, I'm still on the fence here. Oh, according to someone, he they got the results and Eddie's his dad. Yeah, allegedly. All right. Yeah. It's over for me, but now I'm just getting started. And mommy, I'll see you soon. So he says that you know she's the only one. But uh, uh, we also have a you know transcript from a producer uh, who dealt uh, with it with an inmate, and um, really he had a one track mind, and uh, you're gonna hear about that here. A memorable story that Fleece told us was about the place and importance that booty has in a maximum security penitentiary, and he went on about it and on about it. So, yeah, you know, it's all about booty. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll see if uh, he's going to be into Mamacitas. Maybe, you know, he broadens his horizons. And he also is a booty warrior. So, moving right along to the main event, which she's the United States champion. Austin Theory defend his championship against Seth Rollins. So, this goes as well as you think it's going to go. Here they are. You know, Seth's ready to go. Austin Theory's there. He's the champ. And uh, this next exchange is what leads to the end. Hopefully, I got it. There we go. Into the ref. One ref Up down. Up over by Seth. He tweaks his knee. Does pedigree. the pedigree. His knee. He's still selling the knee. He's the ref. Goes cover. 
Kicks out. Uh, theory does. So now the referee's back is turned. Oh, never mind. He's admonishing the referee like, come on, man. He's like, all right, you're about to hit your finish, but I got to check on the other ref right now. Low blow. Oh, yeah. And then back at the knee. And that's it. Um, from did you hear? I heard that the axes were thrown up after the match. Um, after the, uh, Seth and after Theory. After Seth and Theory, there's uh, I did not hear that stuff online about that. That there was an X, and you know, I think it might have been like a work or something because like Seth was wondering why the referee didn't do it earlier when it happened or something. If that's something that needs to happen on TV to throw people off. Mm. But Seth, if you look at his uh, Twitter, he has rebuild, redesign, reclaim, or whatever. And the last mm. time he did that, he was injured. Yeah. He was injured that, uh, and he was out for some time. That flip over Kane in the corner, the uh, I think it was ACL. Yeah. And currently, AJ Styles is injured as well, his ankle still. That, so yep, that was... AJ's out. Sean, uh, Sean Michaels is definitely out. Sean Michaels um, is out. And Seth Rollins also. Mm -hmm. So we're not we're looking great going into WrestleMania season. So it could you know, work. I, I think either Sean or Seth would be okay with the with uh, the comparison. They should be. Um. Well, mostly Seth Rollins because HBK is the Burr guy, obviously. Yeah. Um. Michaels knows he was like the man for a long time, and yeah, Seth is one of. The workhorses. Seth has been top of the game a long time. You know, kind of spoilers for the bookie awards. So, yeah, he's know. a real working horse. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so you ready for NXT? I am. This is one highlight right. for me. Great. Uh, NXT, we got uh, one highlight from Rich, as he said. Um, I'm going to bring that up here. This is for the Isla Don Alba Fire uh, whoop de doo match there. The Extreme um, Resolutions match. See, I said it was some different, I think. So, this started into that. So, Toxic Attraction's out, and they're talking about how toxic they are. And then Indy Hartwell comes out. And now, this is where I'm like, all right. So, at first, I'm watching it. It's like, oh, here comes Indy Hartwell. She looks upset. She's got a bone to grind. But then Cora Jade was ready with a microphone. In she the stands. Ready, in the stands, ready with a microphone to come. And I'm like, what is? And then it got crazier because then then it's a not anymore. You're not. Here comes the next mm -hmm. broad. I mean, here comes the next female. I mean, here comes the next women's wrestler, athlete, really good person, better than me. So, this guy's like, oh, shit. Nikita Lyons, I'm going to get that number. And she's yep. like, well, I might be Lyons, but you're lying, Cora Jade. And then uh, here comes the next one. That? No, I made it up. Okay. And then uh, Zoe <laughs> Stark's like, hey, you're a stark comparison to me, you know, because I'm Zoe Stark. And then comes uh, the next one here, which is, of course, Pajama Jamma Jam. Uh, Wendy Chu, who I don't understand but fine she's funny yes she's got to a someone. bone to pick and then thea hale from uh chase university 
And then it obviously it turns into everybody disappears because there's Lash Legend. Uh, there's uh, Henley. All right, there's a bunch of women in the match. You know what that means. The champ is like, I'm glad you're all in there because there's going to be a 20 women over the top battle royal brother and the winner will get to fight me in the match for the belt. And uh, she does it from there. I was hoping somebody would like come from behind her, just toss her off and be like, aha, but there was nobody else. Yeah. Unless Mandy came back and we know they just, she just, they just snuck her on there, you know? Mm. Um, so this is uh, the highlights here. I try to get as much of it. So as you can see, Isla Dawn has just been ceremoniously dubbed to uh, the Foam X. Uh, I guess the one they didn't use for when Braun Breaker sawed it in half at WrestleMania weekend uh, last mm -hmm. week. Uh, it's obviously styrofoam, but the next spot you're going to see that there's pieces of it that have come off from like impact. Like if you look at the ground on the bottom right, it's like little, you know, it's obviously foam. Um, you know, and Alba Fires is like walking her down, dude. She's just, they just kicking each other's butts. Um, I don't remember what happens in this shot. I think she just runs her into a thing. There's a lot of that in this thing. The match hasn't started yet. Okay? It hasn't started mm -hmm. yet. It's like, what is this? War games, but backstreet brawl match or something? Mm -hmm. Without a cage? The backstage brawl. And, uh, you know, she throws what looks like uh, the wet floor sign at her. Um, mm -hmm. Isla Dawn does. And then uh, she gets her face smashed into uh, one of the uh, gang boxes, I believe it's what it's called, where you put electronics and whatever. And then um, garbage can to the face uh, from uh, Alba Fire. Then a pipe. Okay. I draw the line the at the pipe to the mm -hmm. stomach, and you're just fine. Like, she just, she got winded, Isla Dawn did, and it does set her up with what's going to happen later. Like, she falls to the ground, she's like, oh, like, the wind's been knocked out of her. Mm -hmm. One thing I don't enjoy, referees asking the competitor what they're doing, when they obviously know what they're doing it as they're doing it. Different words. Let's switch it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Stop, stop that right now. Stop dumping the ladder Whoa, what are you doing? Person. Exactly, but it sucks with these guys, because they're not as cool. So right. now this at this spot here where Isla Dawn and Alba Fire are battling it out. They're battling it on top of some things. Mm -hmm. And um, eventually Isla Dawn is like shoved, but it looks like she wasn't supposed to go off. She was trying to take Alba Fire with her or something, but that didn't work out. And then she just gets shoved uh, coming up. Okay, th th there we go. She just pushes her. It's like a slow-mo, uh, you know, in the movie when the bad guy gets shoved, not off a building, mm -hmm. and then just dumps her. Now, when she falls here, I'm like, oh, okay, so the match is over. It's fine, right? She can't wrestle after this. No, because apparently she has supernatural powers. Not really, because Alba Fire is not done here. She puts her onto a chair, okay? Well, first they're checking on her. They could have mm -hmm. left it like this. They could have left it like this and did another match next week or something. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just, it's, I don't know. I think it's just too much. Very hat on a hat. 
Like if you don't, if you, if you didn't want this to be the finish, guess what? You don't do it back here. Like you, the only way you could have is here. But like when you think about what happens later on in the match, this should have been the end here. But hey, she's got magic powers, probably, right? Yep. So Alba Fire takes Isla Dawn, puts her in a chair, beats on her a little bit while in the chair. Then she's like hits her with a trash can lid. Throws her to a wheelbarrow, dumps her outside like garbage. Then uh, somehow, Isla Dawn regains the upper hand, steel chair to the, uh, you know, the solar plexus or whatever the hell. And then here comes the table spot. So, uh, Alba fires at the table. But then before that, Isla Dawn gets a toolbox, puts Alba fires fingers in there, closes it on there. Somehow, and look how happy she is. Happier than, you know, anybody else. She really likes doing this. She's very happy about it, even though she was should have seriously hurt already. But hey, mm-hmm. you know, works for Liv Morgan. So she goes for a hammer, misses, hits the box instead, which let me tell you something, that would have been the end of her career. Um, but it was, thankfully. Then Alba Fire rejected toolbox into the chest of Albavar, I mean, Isla Dawn or whatever. And then here comes the video here of the table spot. Now that you can't really hear it, but the guy that's not Booker T is saying that Isla Dawn is like, she's giving her a weird look or something, like she's smiling. So Alba Fire comes off the top rope. Did she hit? Barely. Not hard enough. Right. So she doesn't go through. The table table's intact. Down. Table's fine. And they keep like trying to say that Isla Dawn sacrificed herself for Alba Fire by just laying there. Hmm. Which you could believe she should be prone after what happened back there. It wasn't earlier in the night. It was like right after. And now here comes the uh, table. And throws her in. Sacrifice herself. So, look, also me, young William Regal's child with his. His he's got the William Regal. I came out bef- after I had a lemon in my mouth, mm-hmm. and I look like a puckered hole. But listen, that's neither here nor there. Um, so he, you know, he's puckering, and uh, he he doesn't approve of what just happened there. He's like, "That's too much," and basically saying, "Listen, next week I'm going to hurt somebody. Don't even worry about it." Um, I had this in here because we had a little thing of uh, wall around and find out. Uh, he mm-hmm. decided to step to Braun Breaker, and it's uh, doesn't work out for him. And this is the exact look you get when you you just you you after around and you found out. Mm-hmm. You just very hurt. Braun Breaker stands tall. Spoiler alert for when they fight. So, anything on all of that? I tried to get it done as fast as possible there. Um. Yeah, they need to this week. They need to address what it was they were alluding to with um, Isla Dawn sacrificing herself or whatever to Albafire. 
Yeah, I didn't get any of that. I thought she was just getting beat, and it was just happening to her. Well, there was, you know, you did see her, like, sort of sit up a little bit when um, Albafire was on top turnbuckle. Uh, Isla Dawn sort of sat up, looked up at her, smiled, and laid back down. They got to tell us what that was about. Yeah. Until then, I'm going to book it as they punch for a bit, and then they're going to team up, and they're going to become the tag team champions. So maybe there's going to be how a turn in alignment. Very, how very uh, Seamus McIntyre of them. I mean, if you got a formula that works, just keep them out of Jerry Lawler's bar. Speaking of, we're going to go on to the next. Uh, we're going to talk about banger. SmackDown. After, After banger. banger. After, After Banger. banger. It's um, terrible. It's terrible. Right. So we are heroes. The uh, bloodline. Well, I went too fast here. Bloodline. They're out first already. They've uh, messed up the desk of Wade Barrett and uh, Cole. Uh, mm-hmm. Wouldn't have happened if Pat McAfee was there. I'm just saying. That's right. Um, Trouble chief there. He's got a lot to say. Um, so first he's talking about, you know. The people, you know, they want something, so he's going to give the people what they want. He wants them to hear from Sammy. And Sammy's like, wow, me? Really? That's cool. And then uh, Sammy's like, oh, my God, it wants me to talk, and I'm going to talk. And Sammy's like, listen, this past year, I mean, th- we started off the year, and uh, we won on SmackDown, on Raw. The, 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 the Usos defended their championships. Solo Sokoa beat somebody up. We're on top of the world. Bloodline, baby, represent. That's what he said. And uh, you're going to hear from the tribal chief himself. You know, he's he, he doesn't want to talk about this year. He wants to talk about last year. Yeah, but I don't really care to talk about this year. I want to talk about what happened last year. I don't know if you tuned in last week. But me and Sammy, we had the biggest SmackDown match of the year against John Cena and Kevin Owens. And what do you think happened? Some say we lost. <laughs> and that's just something I don't understand because Jumbo Chief don't lose. It's not my makeup. It's not my DNA. So I had to think about that. I had to sit on that shoe and really think hard and long about it. I didn't lose. We lost. My shoulders weren't on the mat. Sammy's shoulders weren't on the mat. So I didn't lose. So I don't really care about that, to be honest. And we're moving forward from that. But what's confusing to me, this is where I just, I cannot figure it out. Why'd you call your shot? Why, why'd you do that? I, I do that. I call it my shot. The Tribal Chief calls his shot. And guess what? The tri- I just want to say I felt very uncomfortable during this. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. Is, are they going to kill Sammy here? Because if you look at Main Event J, he's the mm-hmm. first to look like, oh, is this it? We he's were got cool, the glare though. again. Yeah, he's got that in his eyes. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I apologize for interrupting the Tribal Chief. Let's continue. Sammy, sa- yep. Listen, Sammy may have won J over, but nothing wins J over more than the bloodline. Well, that's family. Um, right. So he's Dominic Toretto when it comes to that. Chief always delivers and it's never a problem. You see, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing when you call your shot. When you go out there, look at me. I'm like, baby, y'all. And then you fail to deliver. So that's why I just don't understand. I had to keep asking myself, like, you, want, you want to be a tribal chief? Do you want to be a tribal chief? Do you want to be a chief? Uh, do you want to run the bloodline? Do you think you're fit to take over? So, yeah. <laughs> so after Roman Reigns is done berating uh, Sammy, Kevin Owens brings himself out there. Uh, and after this, we're told by Michael Cole and Wade Barrett. Well, Michael Cole said there's going to be a special announcement when we come back from the break. I'm like, oh, what could it be? Because I was already under the assumption 
that that Roman Reigns was going to wrestle Kevin Owens. Yeah. That was obvious to me. And then yeah. you're going to act like this is the big announcement. We're going to get Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens 69 or something. Hi-yo. What a disappointment. Wouldn't you agree? Not that big of an announcement. It's like you, you, they said it. So just, you know, they, they should have just posted a tweet from Adam Pierce saying it is official. And yeah. that's it. Because it was that's basically it. said. Like Kevin Owens said, said, said as much. Like yeah. they were in the ring. They're like, what? what? What do you mean by that? And then, well, okay. All right. We met you had the champ agree to the challenge. Yeah. Okay. I love how I like, dismissal. Oh, I love how dismissive he was of Kevin Owens as a challenger. Yeah, he's like, be careful what you wish for, basically. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll defend Tal. I don't care. I just gotta. I just want to. I want you to go away. That's it. So next, height. Uh, okay, this is a low light. But what? What about that KO line? Which one? He'll say he'll see Sami Zayn when he can uh, dig his balls out of Roman's pocket. Look, it's an obvious thing to say. Mm-hmm. You know, he just castrated him in the ring there. But we're going to get mm-hmm. back to that later because there's another there's an a de- amendment to what happens there that mm-hmm. uh, really takes. Well, whatever. But we'll talk about that. So. First of all, I heard about the pitch black match before they did mention it last week. However, it wasn't a Mountain Dew pitch black match. It was actually. I don't care. It's in my face now. It's <laughs> so dumb. It rem- mm-hmm. it's like the KFC food fight thing they had, like when the like I guess like somebody they like a uh, 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 some people won and they got to eat some chicken. But then there's a wrestling match brought mm-hmm. to you by KFC. Like this is now this is officially the circus sideshow match, as if it wasn't before. Hmm. Take the time, guys. Uh, I actually, I don't know. It's pitch black. Is it going to be on a screen? Like, are you going to be able to go to concession stand, come back with your beer without tripping over some fatty in front of you? I don't know. I don't know. What is this? My guess, it's a lights out match, like a literal lights out match with just a spotlight on them. Why not have like a match? Let Bray Wyatt ease himself in before you start doing this goofy stuff. Because he hasn't really done anything outside of a house show that we weren't at. Like, it wasn't on television. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I guess I'm alone. And uh, this was an orange. Uh, two two brogues, fellas, mm-hmm. at JR's, banger after banger. Nothing new was really said here. I'm really happy. Seamus says that I'm happy to fight you, not beat you. Although, the, the you know what I mean. All right. So. Yeah. Um, after that, so Charlotte comes out Woo. and, uh, you know, avid listener of the Basement Booker's podcast, you know, she knows that at the end of the day, I was two things. What She's just Charlotte Flair, what Rich says. Mm-hmm. But what I say is, if you can't, why not just be Charlotte Flair? Mm-hmm. And that's what she's doing. She's trying to John Cena herself. It's like, you can't, there's a difference here. I first of all, I agree with it. I think it's fine that she did that, but that was after it already happens. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Cena, it, it just went with it organically. It didn't bother him. 
Yeah, she I put get... it out there in this iteration of Charlotte Flair that, oh, I guess you're just going to do what you want. Right, but it's react like... To however you feel. Yeah, but it's like, let them boo first. Mm-hmm. You know, and then... Because now it's like, all right, it's all right if you boo me, I don't care. Fine, whatever. Whatever, however you feel, I'm still Charlotte Flair. So we'll see if uh, Charlotte Cena works out. Uh, in theory, it can be. Speculation. Maybe she was assuming there would be booze based on some social media reactions, kind of like my social media reaction. Care about that because that, that social media didn't happen in the ring. And if it was, uh, if it, it was affected to this, they've shared tweets on social media before. Mm-hmm. They could make stuff up if they want to. Yep. Um, but I, I think you should just let it run because a lot of people were cheering when she won the title last week. Yeah. Like, let's see how it falls here and mm-hmm. then react. But, you know, that's just nitpicking BS. I, like, I, like I said in the video that I posted about it, I think we just need to wait and see. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and better outfit. Back to the basics. I thought it was fine. She goes on to wrestle... And uh, beat that trick, Sonya Deville. Not my words. There was the Nashville people that said that they called. Yeah, it where, where did that come from? They were chanting it. I know, but why is there a reason, or did they? I just don't know. Are you from Nashville? But I'm not. Maybe that's how they talk over there. You know, people have different dialects. Uh, maybe you know, it could be like a thing that they do there. Like they mm-hmm. start the fans. So. There could have been somebody in the audience that was saying that, and then it just caught on. I have to tell you how audiences work. What's going on here? I like just never started chants in a, in, a, in, a, in a show before. Yeah, the Brooklyn crowd and the New York crowd in general is different from the Nashville crowd. Wow. Our Nashville listeners should come after you on Twitter, I all think. Right. I, I love cheers. Nashville. I've never been, but I love it. All right. Been so, there. It's all right. Man, you're gonna get a lot of heel heat when you go into that town. I I I don't like leaving my house, so no, I'm not gonna be as a, a tremendous fan of other cities. Wow, man, I love all my fans, all the basement book of us fans, no matter where you're from. I appreciate the fans. I love the fans. Why don't you want just to go put places. down their team? Why don't you just Which drag one? your sports team? I don't know. I don't. Sports. They got like the Nashville Titans or something, right? Yeah. Rich thinks Jerry Lawler is mid. That's what Rich DeRiz's document is saying. So uh, Lawler, the wrestler, is from a different time. It's it doesn't translate. So we go back into the what uh, the Oos Lounge, and uh, Roman had asked the wise man to call Sammy before the commercial break. Now you can see the look. On uh, Paul Heyman's face, he's concerned. Like, you should really pay attention. You rewatch the segment um, to where Paul Heyman is looking and how his expression gets. Mm-hmm. So, the tribal chief, something happens here that I don't think a lot of people expected. I don't accept your apology. It's a tribal chief. Oh. Well, Sammy apologizes. He says he's really sorry. And this is a response from the tribal chief. Myself to a very high standard. At the end of the day, I gotta control my anger. Nobody deserves to be spoken to. Nobody deserves that in front of the whole world. So no, I don't accept your apology because I should be the one apologizing. 
I'm sorry, sir. He apologized. The mm-hmm. tribal chief apologized. I think that was a trap. I think Sammy should have been like, my tribal chief, I would accept your apology if I was worthy of your apology. You know, I mm-hmm. really let you down. It was my shoulders that were pinned to the mat. Mm-hmm. And I and I failed you. And I shouldn't have called my shot because that's what the tribal chief does. Mm-hmm. I think this might come back to haunt him, is what I'm saying. I think he was lured into a trap. I think he fell for the tribal chief's trap card. He was given I've, an opportunity. I've said it a hundred times. I love the long game they're playing with this storyline. They keep they 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 just keep it going. They just keep adding new nuances, new wrinkles to the story. And it's just more things they can go back to and say, there was this, and there was this, and there was this. And they can build a case for whomever is ultimately going to turn on who. That's right, Rich Torres. That's right. Um, so that concludes an okay episode of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anything we left out that you're interested in, you know, at Basement Bookers. Um, I thought it's... I thought the main event was a good match, by the way, which is why I highlighted it. Yep. Um, the uh, champions retain. Because mm-hmm. um, they so the ones. I, I couldn't uh, risk too much with Fox, so that didn't right. make the cut. So you could, op- you could just check say it out on SmackDown. 538 days as of today. That's That's incredible. And it's just going to continue. So, now that we've left uh, the uh, north, we're going to head down and see our boys uh, out of Jacksonville. Right now it's not, but you know what I mean. We are on to AEW, baby. Dynamite. That's right. AEW. Dynamite. And it's in this folder here that I'm going to not... You know, stretching anything out for anything. Um, so, we, so we start here with everybody's most favorite annoying referee. Not annoying in the fact that she's a woman. I don't mind as long as they're good referees. So Jericho had uh, shoved her off. And um, he, Jericho, you know, he raises his hand because I'm, I'm look at me. I'm the man. And she just knocks his hand down. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, why do you do that? Don't do that. Because you shouldn't be able to do that. We get it. You're you're the law there. But there's no reason for that. He can gloat. Like, the feud's not between you two. He's wrestling uh, Stark. Starks. Mm-hmm. That's it. And uh, this, of course, ends. Uh, the W goes to uh, Ricky. But, of course, there's some tomfoolery. And he ends up through a goal, uh, nipple hard, another guy. Hmm. And um, eventually, Action Jackson, whatever his name was, comes to save. Andrade. But it, Action Andrade comes to save. And uh, the women get in the way. Uh, the, the perfect shields that they are, because a, a face is never going to. This is fine for me, because that's the cowardly thing. You know, use the fact that a good man is not going to strike you. Fine. This is we're not in Rhea Ripley territory, and that gives the upper hand. So obviously, 
they got to get Ruby Soho in here because she's not done with them, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they need somebody else. Who, maybe uh, maybe Statlander will come back. Well, um, Ruby's tagging with Willow at the moment. And they have, actually have a match against uh, TJ. TJ, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she should definitely... Uh, not team up with her and uh, team up with who I suggested. So, yeah, uh, next, I agree. Nothing against Will Nightingale. I just don't think that she's the threat to them that, um, uh, who did I mention? Oh, Statlander. I think she's just mm-hmm. better. Um, that's my opinion. Um, which could be wrong because sometimes it is, most time it is. So, so we move to Hangman and Hangman. Oh, uh, let's not let's not forget uh, the uh, AEW announced team. Of course, sending a shout out to the Basement Bookers podcast. Uh, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. It's Rich the Riz Shivani, not Rich the Jizz. Okay, you just, I gotta collect him. He talked too fast. So, why does Cal like every time like his promo photo is like you taking my picture here? I'm, <laughs> I'm in the back. Or this is the face he had when the young bucks were like, "Yeah, so this is the cover of the book." And he's like, "Why does it look like your junk is touching? What's going on here?" Right? Mm-hmm. Seriously, I, so I think Hank, they like look dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> so look at you're confused as to why anybody wants to speak to you. Mm-hmm. So Tony Schiavone's in there. He's like, "Hey, Hangman, uh, listen, I'm going to give you a chance here. Tell me how you feel about stuff." And Hangman had this to say. Uh, So, (laughs) this is where Rich thought I would miss it. And I admonished him. I looked at him. I looked him in the face and I said, how dare you? And then Rich was like, I'm sorry? It's not that I thought you would miss it. It was in case I happened to get a better screenshot than you. Which you never can. Which you never can, because you know how I do these. So. Okay. I will fight John and John, I will knock your dick in the dirt. So. Whatever that is. I actually shortened that promo. And it's better than what he was doing. Yeah. Because he's over here talking about if I'm not cleared. And the doc, I have an appointment. Nothing's going to stop me. And all he had to do. Was say, and you know what? I got, I got something that he could have said. I'm gonna share that with you guys at at the end after all this is said and done. So Moxley comes out, and he's trying. He's like, I'm tired of hearing the stories, but that's not what you're here for. You're here for the malfunction. Mm-hmm. So Moxley's having a little bit of mic issues here. Surprised you even made it here tonight after everything you've been through. I'm getting a little sick of everybody taking something so beautiful. It's reading like an unfortunate accident. I'm a little sick of the flowers and sympathy cards of this ongoing candlelight vigil for Hangman Page. So now the fans are chanting they can't hear him. Yeah, we could hear, but they couldn't. Yeah, it's a little bit different for TV than like in the arena. So something must have been going on with their sound in there. So. Box is like, all right, goddammit. Seattle, Seattle. When he said Seattle, Seattle, I thought he should have dead Sierra. 
Seattle, you know? <laughs> that would have been cool. They messed up again. again. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm a face story, guys. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you guys. Go Seahawks. So. So you didn't get the F-bomb, huh? No. It's all right. So, why do I need to? It's just eh. potty mouth, okay, Rich Riz? Clean it up with it your is. potty mouth. So, you got to listen carefully here. Now, obviously, if you're watching on the YouTube, this is not from that episode of Dynamite. This is when Jeff Jarrett hits Max Caster over the head with the guitar. So in the if you if you listen carefully, probably can't but Excalibur refers to Jeff Jarrett as Chris Jericho. Hmm. He never corrects himself. To which I'm like, you know what? That's fine, because it's really easy to confuse vampires. Because they all they're all the same, really. You know, mm-hmm. like, hey, one vampire is as good as another. So leeching off the younger guy's careers. Yeah, but at least Jericho now seems to be going back onto the trajectory of elevating younger talent. So this is gonna be the what leads to the end here. So there is a cover. Right, but mm-hmm. I, I, somehow I didn't get it. But I'm gonna explain it. I I'm having a bad time. All right, so mm. Bowens is covered, right, and his yep. leg at the last second is on the rope, but the bald guy with the pencil, Sanjay Dutt, Sanjay, uh, not to be confused with our Pooh's cousin from Simpsons. Same name, different guys, different guys. So. Pushes his foot off the rope. Ref counts three. And we got new champions. But apparently, in AEW, the referee's decision isn't final. Because everybody's favorite superhero, she comes out. And she's like, that's not what happened. She's the head ref. She's the ref's boss. So, But she's not the referee here. Right. WWE... But... The referee's decision is final. They never restarted Some, matches? They have. Referee, okay. And you're not even going to let me finish talking. You know what, Rich Riz? Please, tell me what I'm going to You can't get it out for the future. Okay. I'm not going to let you. It <laughs> doesn't matter. So, they decide. The announcer's was like, you know, that's not what happened. Because they asked her. It's like, did you see that? She's like, yeah. She's not a referee. <laughs> She's not involved in this. It's none of her business. It's Nunya. Mm-hmm. So it's switched. Uh, the belts go back to um, the acclaimed because they win it after it. Everyone loves them. Daniel uh, D. Bry and um, everybody favorite mid JF. And uh, he's out here. I like MJF. Relax. And he, he's got some things he, he wants to say to uh, Brian Dander, Dander, Danderson. And you know what? You know what? I'm feeling a little froggy. I'm feeling a little froggy, and I'm ready for another fight. 
Called MJF out. Also so basically, he's like, listen, he, you know, he's going to beat up all the Long Island people. Relax, guys. I don't know why I have so long. He should have been out there already. Let me get this straight. You want me to come to that ring and wrestle you, right? See, Ronda Rousey, you could have said that. Mm-hmm. That could have been your defense. Yeah. But I get it. That was the plan. All ego, Ronda Rousey. Because you remarked, but I'm fine here. I get a big fat chicken in the mail whether I wrestle or I don't. That's what makes me a special attraction. These are all true. What are you saying? I gotta be serious for this. It don't make you the greatest of all time. Right? I mean, you really look like a dumb matter of fact. I wouldn't be shocked if back in 1981 in rural Aberdeen, Washington, Mama Danielson, much like all the mothers here in Washington, couldn't find a human suitor. Well, well I like how we're making uh, jokes because really in the back, all the boys talk about your mother and how many human suitors that she's had. <laughs> That's kind of messed up. And uh, I think MJF needs to have a talk with them. In fact, probably not human suitors to fill this whole arena. Well, she might have had some human suitors who are in this arena right now. So, now, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson has turned MJF's mom into Cartman's mom. Mm-hmm. Who here has been Max's mother's human suitor? Right? You shut your mouth! Listen to me, you think, you think you're a big deal, don't you? You're delusional, you actually buy the hype. You really think you're the best wrestler in the world, don't you? But that's impossible, because I am, and the Triple B, the world championship, proves it! Whoa, so I'm just true. curious, Brian, who died in nature the king of wrestling, huh? Journalists who never stepped foot in a ring, let alone stepped out of their mother's basement? Yeah. Um, not me. I didn't say that. Uh, maybe, maybe somebody that's, that rhymes with Smeltzer, you know, mm-hmm. we don't know where that messy room is. It could be in his basement or mother's basement. Or even worse, these marks who don't have one athletic bone in their parasitic bodies. And I, yeah, he's right. right. <laughs> See, unlike you, Ryan, I'm tired of being the best in the world by some people who've actually been in this business. Top names. That he lists off the names. Top names, guys. You're never going to believe. Well, you probably will. Top names, guys. Like Rich Deriz. Guys, I put me over like Disco Inferno. <laughs> Eric Bischoff. And the smartest man of all and my number one fan, Jim Cornette. Look at that. He's in the cult. The cult of Cornette. And that's why mm-hmm. I think I agree with the people here in Seattle. Dude, just shut up. We've heard the spiel, we've heard it a million times, and you know what, I, it's okay, I, I hit a bomb joke. I, I'm okay with that, but I hate you. And I think it's time for us to fight. Wait, hold on, hold on, one second, hold on, one second, slow your roll, dragon, slow your roll. Jesus, tap hold me. on, hold, hold on. on. I thought he was going to te- steal uh, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville's line. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just push the shot, one second. This is better. So you might not realize this, Brian, but I actually came here as a favor for you, okay? 
what you want, kid? See, this ain't play wrestling, this is pro wrestling. This company, leaves and losses matter. And if you want a shot at the king and the brand is prize of all, you gotta become number one contender. Alright, they're cursing. Alright. Rowdy crowd. You know, I got a feeling you were gonna stick your nose in my business. So I talked to that nerd Tony Khan in the back, and he told me if you were to wrestle every week on Dynamite and win from now until February 8th, you would be number one contender. And Brian, I'm normally known for making my opponents jump through a few hoops, but I'll make an exception for you. If you can pull that off, if you can win every week from now until February 8th, I'll give you a match for the Triple B March 5th Revolution, no questions asked. So what do you say, B Ryan? No. No, 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 no. I always thought that was a good answer. You know, it's like, no. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I don't want to do nah. that, but I'm nah. still going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So. I this all the time. I'm just going to come out here, wrestle what I want, become number one contender, and then beat you for the AWC. No, 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 no. That's not how this works, you schmuck. Tony Khan didn't run this company. The EVPs don't run this company. I do. It's me. If you don't become number one contender, the way I'm telling you to, I will have my lawyer, Mike Sterling, fill it bust. You will be number one contender until my contract goes up. You will never wrestle me for this belt. Do you understand? It's my way or it's no way. Got it? It's kind of like what Vince Dude, said to the board this week. Basically. You think he's going to make that happen? <laughs> here, I'll humor you. I'll humor you a little bit. I'll agree to your cute little stipulation if you agree to let me make the stipulation for our match at Revolution. Now, this next bit is where I'm like, yeah, you know, it was a bad idea for MJF to accept this deal. Mm-hmm. But then, in my, out of morbid curiosity, I'm like, can MJF wrestle for an hour? Or 30-minute Iron Man match. You know, is this a real Iron Man match? They said an hour. Is it just because you don't care about wrestling? It's because you're not good enough to come out here every single week. And after I expose you in front of all of these people, Hi-yo. I'm going to put the nail in the coffin, and I'm going to kick your damn head in. Okay. So, next we had the segment where I call what I call conversations. So, here we have Soraya. Uh, the lovely Soraya, friend of the show, Soraya, uh, friends with uh, Facebook Jair, along with, uh, you know, all the others. Uh, Mandy, uh, who's doing great now. She's like a billionaire or something. Uh, Sonia, you know, not too good against Charlotte, but she's still good. Hold on, hold on. And then, uh, you know, everybody's favorite uh, backstage, uh, you know, person uh, there. So. We have Tony Storm on the left, my left, and on the right is uh, Hikaru Shida, Rich DeRiz's favorite wrestler. Nope. Um, and in here, Soraya is like, listen, I, uh, you know, the, the women's division, it's really deep. Uh, it's got a lot of great people, and I'm sitting here with the best wrestler in the world. Tony first Storm. of all, yeah, first of yeah. all, even before she said so- Tony Storm, I'm like, no, no. Just no. The answer is no. That is not who you're sitting next to. But go right. on, and then and then she said Tony Storm, and I'm like, well, still no. But okay, yeah. it's like you know, you're, and then Kokaro she does like, listen, I think you're entitled to your opinion, but this is downright disrespectful. Like she's acting like Sheeta's not even there. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely she gonna get Sheeta, huh? Best Sheeta promo ever. She didn't say a word. Sometimes you don't have to. Sometimes a look is all you need to give. But even even um, the looks weren't good. And so it was over exaggerated. I didn't think Renee was kind of. Well, I don't think she was like 
confused or anything. It was more like she just she's like she just there's someone else there. There's a third. Yeah, you gotta yeah, like Renee, acknowledge them. Yeah, that was like a oh wow, you are really being that bold right now. Like and literally she, turning her back on Cheetah. Tony Storm is not like she Soraya's really like she's not there. Like there's no one behind her. Mm-hmm. She did not acknowledge her. And I wonder. Was like, hasn't said anything. Just hands at at Renee. She's like, I don't know, dude. I, she's I'm I'm friends with her, but this I don't know. I think it is kind of rude. It's kind of out of line. Is what she thinks. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she should acknowledge you. I wonder. If and still, she is like she's still doing this. Yeah. Like, I'm not here. I'm but giving not saying you a anything. chance. Yeah, she didn't have to. All she has to do is turn around. But that's the point, right? Soraya is not even turning around. I wonder if Soraya is going to, because of the support that Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker have been getting, I wonder if Soraya is building a former WWE heel faction. I hope not because no one wants that. I don't want it. Like Ruby Soho wouldn't work there, but uh, yeah, I think we'll you see. Can't, it's it'll it look not everything could be the radicals. Rich Torres, you know, mm-hmm. you remember the radicals? I remember the radicals. You know, WCW guys. Mm-hmm. You know, Guerrero. He who shall not be named. Malen- Perry Saturn before he married a mop. Snossages. Exactly. Um, all right, so she just still like so next we have the red highlight for me. Darby Allen beats Samoa Joe. Got him in the sleeper, Samoa Joe. Darby's not sleeping just yet. He's bowing up, he's got his hands out. He's got Samoa Joe, he's beating his chest. Samoa Joe is against both car Whatever that happens, coffee drop onto the back of Samoa Joe. And another coffee drop onto the surface of Samoa Joe. Hey, that's it. Uh, Darby Allen has come back from the dead as a zombie after Samoa Joe literally killed him. And it he took, come back. It took an exposed turnbuckle and two finishers. Yeah, yeah. But you have... I just disagree with uh, him being the TNT champion. Um, Darby Allen. I think Samoa Joe should have had the belt longer. Um, it's like why why Darby Allen and not Wardlow? So I don't so know. I, I agree, Joe probably should have held the belt longer. Why Darby not Wardlow? I don't know. Maybe they'll give Wardlow the um the Ring of Honor uh TV title. I respect your opinion, Richard is, but I think that if you defy the ships. Hmm. They should have had Wardlow beat Joe for both belts at the same time. I know about right, why unify why un, why unify the titles if if because you're just Ring probably... of Honor doesn't mean anything and it's not doing jack shit. That's it's on why. hold. There's a pin in it. Oh, it's on hold. They put a pin in it. No one's gonna watch it. Nobody's gonna watch it. All right, a few people are gonna watch it that are yelling at me right now for being very disrespectful to the Ring of Honor Championship. I observe the Code of Honor. I shake hands with you. This is my opinion. <laughs> it's just what's being shown to me. 
I'm sorry. Sometimes I get out of line. I get out of pocket. What? I get out of pocket. What? He goes off the rails. What? I said I go off the rails. But we're back. We're back here talking about impact. The impact being made here by the Ring of Honor Championship and AEW Wrestling, which is nil. So, now there is only the Moen named Joe with the two championships. Tisk tisk. Um, all right. We're running a little long here, so I got to get us to the Rampage uh, page. They should have so, just made Rampage Battle of Belts one show like they've done in the past. One two-hour version, special version of Rampage Battle of the Belts. Uh, yeah, that's what they should have did. Um, hold on a second. It didn't affect me, but I feel like it probably affected some people with DVRs. Like it got like unless you programmed it your DVR to record Battle of the Belts, you might not have seen it. It might uh, not yeah, have recorded. It affected me uh, because I've seemed to have lost uh, my Rampage coverage. So, hey, whatever. All right, so we'll talk about it real quick. Um, just just hit the uh, the house. Oh, no wonder. You, see, I actually had the clip of uh, Dante hitting uh, the dive onto Mox when he comes in. I was really mm-hmm. proud of that, and uh, I botched it. And I'm that sorry, happens. but you should check out Rampage, even though I'm not a huge fan of Rampage. They should have made it one big show, like Rich said. Um, I, I wasn't able to uh, get to uh, Battle of the Belt stuff. I'm sorry about that. Um, but we could still, you know, discuss it. My one issue, and I'm glad that you highlighted this, <laughs> Hangman. Moxley can afford a DVD player. Mm-hmm. You can send the media to him. You can send it in a text. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do it in a tweet. Um, if he doesn't, if he blocks you on there, you don't use Twitter. That's right. There's other ways to do it. There's ways to get it to him. Okay. You don't have this extra work. Does Moxley look like a hipster with a VCR? Nope. That's my question. Okay. That whole, I, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I can't watch the rest of this. What is he talking about? Also, doesn't, if you're going to reference VHS, you're not going to say you're going to burn him a VHS. Because if you burn the tape, it doesn't work. Right. That's um, not how that works. When you burn, you burn a CD. You know, that's right. where it was first used. Right. Um, first CD, then DVD, which I'm guessing is what he mixed up in his head when he was trying to think of the most cleverest promo ever. So since we don't have visual aids uh, for battle or physical of the Belts, aids. Yeah. So did you want to check out the, um, you want to do the battle of the belts, uh, little red highlight thing or do my highlight orange? there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So Jarrett's in the ankle lock. Uh, Let's see, then Lethal takes out the ref with an elbow drop, prompting the cheating from the no-holds-barred match. This bugs me. This is an impact thing. If it's a no-holds-barred match, you don't need to wait until the ref is knocked out to cheat because it's not cheating. I think no-holds-are-barred. Right. Which means you could do any hold. Right. No you don't even have to be in the match to do the hold. Is literally synonymous with no DQ. But Why here's is the there... Thing. Yeah. This is where I I am vehemently with you on this. Mm-hmm. At one point, a guitar shot is given to their giant. Yeah. Who, for weeks, Jarrett has been talking up. 
Mm-hmm. He just they're just selling the fact that he got hit with the guitar and didn't fall down. Mm-hmm. How about the fact that he was completely useless here? Yeah. You could have had him take out Daddy Ass easily. Just put him through a table. Whatever you got to do. He's off the table. You, all of your guys, you could, why do this? This is the same problem I have that with the Bianca Belair uh, match against Bailey mm-hmm. was, was it false count anywhere or whatever? Yep. And damage control was nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Like you have, you have muscle, you have a giant mm-hmm. and you, he got taken out by, well, basically it's him being dazed. Mm-hmm. And he took out the ref. Right. Which got super Aubrey out there. Mm-hmm. You know, just bullying poor Sanjay. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's one thing for the female talent that actually wrestle matches to do it, but you, you get bullied by a referee. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know Sammy's a by Jessica Carr at a house show. Yeah. But one of these is not like the other. Yeah, well, if it's on TV, it's canon. Yeah. So, look, I, I think the only thing this is going to lead to is uh, Jay just creaming her in the face with her foot. You know, just a boot, something. We got to get these referees in line. All right. Like, that's the whole the whole point of them is to call the match. Unless if, if they're I can, needed for something. If I, if I can defend that part a little bit about Sanjay not defending himself. Like, if you if you did not see Sanjay in Impact. You don't know Sanjay's a wrestler. He hasn't wrestled in AEW at all. I think like maybe he was part of a like a six man or eight man tag or whatever, and he didn't even actually get in the action. I don't, I don't remember honestly. So a referee pushing him down, uh, like it's kind of it doesn't not work. I, I mean, this is still it, a man, right? And this isn't. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, he's still a man. He's still physically a man, right? He's but, biologically. But she broke his pencil. That hurt. Oh well, you know, if you want to do magic, maybe the pencil's like the urn. So then, I guess that makes sense. Then. There you okay, go. never mind. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. I'll never. But, dis- but, but either way, the whole, the whole extracurriculars, all of that, I didn't like. I didn't dislike the match. The match was fine. It was just all the outside pieces shenanigans I didn't like. Yeah. I love wrestling. Yes. Alright. So that was fine. But I I don't understand why no holes barred and you have a giant and you fail still. Yeah. Um, I thought that at least one belt would change hands this show and it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so another title defense by everybody's, uh, you know, favorite, you know, Jade. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Jade Cargo beat Sky with the uh, Jaded to retain. Uh, Red Velvet is, you know, she's still applauding. You know, she's still got like this passive aggression. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's gonna come to head between those two. One thing, that like the closing sequence of this match. I love because like we we know Jade's a super powerhouse. We know Sky Blue like she's not a uh, a larger, she's not a heavier, bulkier competitor. But the way Jade got her up onto her shoulders, 
dropped her from her shoulders and then caught her in the double underhook to to lock in the setup for the jaded. Holy crap. That was crazy. Yeah, people get better. Mm-hmm. Jade, Jade um, is just she she's like they say it, she's a special athlete, and I agree hundred percent. From like she she is certainly most improved from her debut. That's right, Richter is. Uh the main event saw Orange Cassidy defeat Kip Sabian with not one, but two orange punches. Mm-hmm. Uh fine, I guess. Uh Battle of the Belts, you know, it was a nice second hour of rampage. Yep. So Got nothing really else to say about that. So, um, first of all, I want to thank everybody too to get to the podcast so far. Uh, I was wondering if you wanted to, uh, before we go, have a quick, I have a surprise here. Hopefully, New Japan uh, doesn't ding us for this. But I do have the debut, the uh, entrance of uh, everybody's favorite. Except for mine. So, uh, here we go. You gotta say it. Or I'll say it. Yeah. Mercedes Amone. Yeah, I mean, it'll say it in the clip that I, Mm -hmm. you know, painstakingly prepared. But, you know, Mm -hmm. you could just do it now. You can just do it right now, right? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's all like they they don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's all love. It's all love Mm -hmm. here. All right. So, oh, so Kyrie, you know, she's defended her championship. Look how happy she is. Nothing could possibly ruin this moment for her. It's the best day of her life. There's no way Roy, possible. Any- oh, my missing. God. What is this? Hmm. Money. So if you are an audio Check listener, out, it is. Uh, Mercedes Monet, you know, because money. money. Now, in the song, is she saying money or Monet? Don't know. It's a good question. It is! It is, Chris! Here comes the CEO! Alright, so... So, Mercedes is out. She looks like a geisha. I don't mm-hmm. mind the outfit. Um, I like it. It almost looks like she jacked Statue of Liberty's crown also. Mm-hmm. Um, she always looks great. Uh, I was wondering what was going on with her hair because it looks like maybe her hair was on fire because like normally her hair is blue and maybe that's mm-hmm. being burned away for her new hair. You know, I don't know. Yes. So Kyrie's like, come on, man. I just, I, I left for a reason. Could you have a mm-hmm. bigger moment here at the Tokyo Dome? <laughs> now, if you notice, this is in the Tokyo Dome. So it's in Japan. It's not what? as much of a, like, route. It's not a crowd like an American crowd. They do things a little bit differently over there. So you mm-hmm. can't judge the uh, reaction from here, right? To be fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a statement! She makes her way. I got to get past this because it takes a while. Mm-hmm. And this thing's almost two hours long. It's a long ramp. In the ring. You know, she's stepping in. She's like, look at me, all of you. I'm probably tallest here. 
Um, Sasha Banks. I mean, uh, Mercedes Monet. Hey, Monet. Hey. You could change your name. <laughs> you could change your look. But I will find you mm -hmm. on television and call you out for the serpent that you are. Just taking the spotlight from Kyrie moments after. Which is normal. Is it a day that ends in Y? Sir Kyrie's first defense of the IWGP. She cuts in. She does the same thing I she always does. I don't think there's any secret about what she's out here to do. What is she down here to do? She's dressed to wrestle. I don't know what it says on the back. I missed it. This characters, so you can't read them. Oh, okay. So Kyrie there's steps to her. Here as well. Mercedes just towers over. Young Kyrie. By the way, I like that belt. It's a better looking belt than the first AEW Women's Championship for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then here comes the uh, the thing. You hear those shots? She's gonna handshake. Don't do it, Kyrie. No, Kyrie. No, no, Kyrie. Don't shake her hand. Took her hand, guys. So uh, you know. Well, um, oh, no, but Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie wasn't supposed to land I, on her knees. Yeah, Kyrie wasn't supposed to land on her knees, and it looked bad. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a botch. I would just say, head. like, your dance partner had just wrestled the match. And maybe mm -hmm. she's a little shorter than you, you know? Mm -hmm. It's very quiet. Mm-hmm. You could hear her ask for the microphone. It's not even piped in. Mm-hmm. Oh. Congratulations on making history tonight. I what? also know a thing or two about making history. Not the best talker. Um, so next time you want to make comparisons to Becky Lynch. A Charlotte Flair. Ooh. You could argue that it's not loud enough to hide it because maybe, but no, no, you don't get that defense. You got, you got to be ready. You got to stay ready, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, people are clapping. Yeah. I am here in New Japan and Stardom to make some more. I want to state for the record that I have not slowed down the audio at all. <laughs> I feel like maybe my brain is short-circuiting, but everything feels slower. Is it me, or do you, does it feel like she's talking slower? No, maybe, maybe... because like she's English, she speaks English, and you know she's trying to help the translation. That's probably it. That's what I was gonna say. Allow me to introduce myself. She sounds drunk. I'm the standard. The conversation, the blueprint, and the CEO of this woman's division. Chief Executive Offender? Yeah. So, Kyrie Sun, enjoy your IWGP Women's Championship while you can, because that battle in the valley in San Jose. I'm going to leave you bankrupt, bitch. And you can bank on money. 
I think technically you should be Kyrie Chan or not. I think that's different because you probably you probably know better than I do. I'm trying to remember. I watch a lot of anime. All right, but I think it's so, probably also a reference to Kyrie Sane. All right, I get it. So um, that was that. So this, I had to get this one because I, what I heard about, it, I was like, what? So, Kenny by God Omega, he does an entrance. It's the Final Fantasy VII themed entrance. It's one winged angel. Mm-hmm. It's the final boss theme. Uh, for the Sephiroth character in Final Fantasy VII, and that is the gold standard. I haven't um, seen it yet, so... So I'm going to just let it run a little bit, and mm-hmm. there you go. And then we're going to close. Nothing like four him. years ago. It's Kenny right. Omega. So yeah, he does. He does. The whole thing goes. It's really mm-hmm. cool. So if you haven't seen it, if you're checking it out, that I hope you enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really cool entrance, and uh, he did it right. He did it the right way. You know, you get that one out, then the music comes up. So it's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty, pretty great. So. so did you know the Wrestle Kingdom 17 is a two night show? No, but I heard it was supposed to be because they're going to do it like Mania. Remember, it used to be one night, and it's like eight hours long. Yeah, the second night is January 21st, so not back-to-back. That's smart. Yeah, but, you you know, with space in between, you could have had the, the, the Kyrie-Monet match on the second show, which they're not. But the second – this night two, it's supposed to be like all – um. New Japan and Noah, or I think all, all pro wrestling Noah, actually, in fact. I don't know enough to really be able to tell by these names. We're not that deep, you know? Right. <laughs> it looks like the main event... Oh, okay, here we go. The main events... If there are two main events here, it's uh, Kenny Omega... Oh, no, no, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Oh, uh, there we go. Um, Shingo Takagi versus Katushiko Nakajima. And then Naito versus Keno. That's great, Rich. I'm looking forward to that night. What a great night, January something. January 21st. It's going to be. Um, all right, Rich, why don't you do the thing? Because, uh, you know, you, you know, you, you know, you complained last week about two and a half hour show and you keep extending the show. So, uh where, where can they find us? Well, first of all, we'd love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, anything you want to tell us, bookers at gmail.com. We are on all of the podcast platforms, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, all of them. 
as far as our social medias at Basin Bookers, at Basin Jarrett Ritzeriz. There's a Facebook page also, Basin Bookers, Instagram, Basin Bookers Pod, YouTube, Basin Bookers. Find them, they're right over there. Uh, I already said where to find the podcast. And Jarrett's got a party message. The website for the podcast has all the stuff. So in all the socials, you go to Twitter and stuff, it has, you could click on the link. And it has mm-hmm. all the places you can listen in case you you know you're wondering. Yep. The match of life bookers.podbean.com. Sorry, I stepped on you there. Go ahead. They could have just clicked the link. All right, anyway. The, <laughs> the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers. All things considered, you should definitely do that. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We love you. Uh Big hugs, if you want. Some people don't like hugs.